Be kind to yourself. You're the only one living in your head. Don't live with those regrets. Be quick to forgive. Learn from your mistakes. Stop living in your past. No use in looking back. Be quick to forget. I get asked a lot about overwhelm. And often the question that is followed is how do I navigate this immense feeling of overwhelm that I'm in? And I think before I dive into navigating the overwhelm, I first want to normalize the feeling of overwhelm. We have been as humans through a global pandemic. Our political scene is just, for lack of a better word, a shit show. There's just so many things in our world today that we are up against and that are coming to a head. And so it is very normal to feel overwhelmed right now. And then you add all of these big global issues on top of our day-to-day that perhaps could already feel overwhelming to you, right? Perhaps a demanding job or a relationship issue, a significant life change, death of a loved one. These are all things that happen within the human experience. And so it's important to remember that life can be and will be overwhelming. I think there's a difference between feeling stressed and feeling completely overwhelmed. And I, again, want to dive into what does this word overwhelm mean? How do I feel it in my body? So for me, overwhelm really knocks me on my ass. It can feel all-consuming to me. And I want to, again, remind us that the stressors and the systems aren't going away. So how do we better navigate this very normal human feeling? Emotional overwhelm to me, and again, in my experience, is far greater, like I said, than feeling stressed. So again, let's start with unpacking the word overwhelm. And if you look it up in the dictionary, it's actually defined by this feeling of being buried or drowning beneath a huge mass. And it's interesting because when I talk to women in particular, they often feel like they can barely keep their head above water. They often even describe their felt sense as if they're drowning. And so that to me is the exact felt sense and definition of overwhelm, to literally feel submerged underneath the weight of it all. Another definition that I thought was interesting when you break down the word overwhelm is to give too much of a thing to someone, to inundate. So often in my life, when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I take a minute, I take a beat to just kind of evaluate where my time has been going, I like to look at where have I been overextending, overgiving, overcaring? 
because often it's probably contributing to that feeling of overwhelm. And for me, this often shows up in motherhood and in the home where I'm just feeling inundated with all of the things. And so again, I just, I, I want to let you know that it's, it's normal to have moments where we feel completely defeated. Life has gotten the best of us. Again, these are common phrases to feel like you're barely keeping your head above water or you're drowning underneath the weight of it all. So many of us are feeling this way. We're grasping for air, kind of searching for that lifeline. Again, I know for me specifically, motherhood knocked the wind out of me. And it often felt like I was drowning in this sea (laughs) and just bobbing up for air, feeling incredibly exhausted and suffocating underneath it all. And, you know, to make it worse, We also have these ideas around what makes a good mother or a good father or a good person. And we end up suffering in silence because we believe we should just be able to figure it out. And I need to say yes to this person or I need to do this thing. And as we think through this idea of overwhelm, I want you to just check in with yourself and see how you're feeling even in this moment. And Again, normalizing that it's okay to feel that way. There's nothing wrong with you if you are feeling that way. I often talk to women who also have perhaps even supportive families or a network that they can lean on and they still feel this feeling of overwhelm. And that's that's perfectly okay. And I also just want to offer you some steps, some grounded action to kind of get yourself to a better place, some things that have worked for me, some things that have worked for other people. But one of the biggest things is, like I said, is to first just take a moment, and it feels really counterintuitive to take a beat when you feel like you have to keep swimming to keep your head above water. So the last thing you want to do is is stop because you feel like you literally will drown. And Instead, I want you to think of the stopping as I'm grabbing the inner tube. I'm grabbing the raft and I'm going to take a moment to hold on to the raft. And in holding on to that raft, we really want to take inventory of where, again, we've been allocating our time, where we've been overextending, overgiving, overcaring, and start saying no. Also, Stopping to engage your senses, you know, wow, how am I feeling in my body in this moment? Okay, I'm actually really exhausted and I perhaps need some type of activity that will allow me a moment of rest and rest in the sense of not sleeping, but rest in the sense of a restorative activity. Maybe I just need to go for a 10-minute walk. I need to drink a glass of water. I need to ground myself, root myself back into my body again. Also feels really counterintuitive, but breathe. Breathe. So many women that I talk to, even in this moment as you're listening to this, just check in with your breath. Where is it? Are you breathing? A lot of women that I speak with are holding their breath which I also find really interesting that they're feeling so overwhelmed, they've just gotten used to not breathing. And so they've kind of left their body, so to speak, in that way. And so breathing 
back into your body again. Another big thing is to find your energy expanders. I know in my life, I have energy expanders and energy depleters. So find your energy expanders, call them, reach out to them. Community is so important now more than ever. And just knowing that we are not suffering in silence, that there are other people feeling this way, that perhaps you need the support from X, Y, and Z friend, even if it's just a phone call to hype you back up again. I have people in my life that hype me up. I need that. And they're energy expanders for me. When I leave a phone call with them, when I leave a conversation with them, I feel expanded. I feel like I can tackle my next thing on my to-do list because of their energy. Also check in and just, again, asking where you can slow down and stop multitasking. I have found that a lot of people that I work with are constantly being pulled in a million and one directions. In fact, if I were to like open up their headspace, they have 60 running tabs going at all times. And I get it. I am a a wife, a mother, a business owner, a community leader. I have a lot of tabs open as well. And so which ones can be closed? (laughs) Which ones can be shut down? Which ones can be eliminated? It's really important. And actually, there's a gentleman, and I can't remember his name right now, but I'll leave it in the show notes. But he wrote a book called The One Thing. And he talks about how powerful it is to turn your attention towards one thing instead of 15 different things at once. It's called The One Thing, and it's a whole methodology. He actually encourages you and shows you ways to set up your calendar so that you have time to really have focus on that one thing that you're doing so you can see it through all the way to completion. I know me, I like to be the queen of multitasking where I'm grabbing things as I go to my next thing. And that's a lot of context switching for your brain. And it's actually not the most efficient way, believe it or not. Brain dump. This is another great activity. Brain dump all the things that are just causing you overwhelm. Write everything down that's in your headspace rattling around and then go through and see what things you can automate, eliminate, and delegate in that list. What are some things that you can start saying no to, right? If your plate is already full, we're not looking to add more things to the plate. What is something that you can actually eliminate from the plate? I think that those are really great just frames of mind to look at when you're dealing with the lofty to-do list. Again, these systems, these structures, these stressors, they're not going away. (laughs) Some of them perhaps maybe can be eliminated in your day-to-day, perhaps a toxic person or a relationship. I get that. But There are many things that still have to be done in a day. And so for me, how do I change my relationship to the things that I need to accomplish in my day so that it feels less overwhelming to me as I move throughout my day? So again, these are just some tangible, quick things to go through, check yourself, see if any of these work for you. But just remember, most importantly, before you go to navigate your overwhelm, please first normalize it. That is part of the human experience. It's okay to feel that way. It's natural. And it it comes from that part of us that always wants to take on more than we think we should. Sure, I'll do that. Okay, yep. And taking on, taking on, taking on. And you know, this feeling, again, is difficult to avoid in today's world, but these are ways that we can reduce those feelings once they arise. Remember, 
these reminders that I just gave you, these are great to help you move forward when you're kind of feeling in that state of paralysis. And if we can just take one step in the direction that we want to be heading, slowly we'll find ourselves on the other side of it. But it happens step by step, piece by piece, one thing at a time. So don't be too hard on yourself. I know I, I can be hard on myself, but just take a deep breath. Remember it's normal and it's all part of just being human. Life can be hard as hell, so be kind.